Welcome, Welcome to, to coffee, coffee break. break! Yay, we did it! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow! That took two days to nail. Okay, we're gonna start straight up with this Coffee Break, episode 5. Doesn't have a title yet. We'll give it a title. Yeah. Uh, Book of Boba Fett. I hate Boba Fett. Let's just make this clear. I love Star Wars, so I hate Boba Fett. We're just diving right into it. <laughs> oh no, we're doing it. <laughs> Boba Fett is a lame character. And the only reason why people enjoy him is all the fan fiction and side lore that's no longer canon thanks to Disney buying Lucas. Thanks, Disney. <laughs> uh, the video game that he has, like, I get it, but he's not interesting enough. And that video game is Nintendo 64. Yes. You know, that's back in the 90s. So they're making... So, like, uh, so I... Book of Boba Fett is a spinoff series from... Mandalorian. Mandalorian. What were you going to say? Sorry. I was going to... I was thinking that Boba Fett is the perfect example of when crazy fanatic fans just constantly bag and bag and bag and bag and bag for their favorite piece of cardboard to show up in the show again. Boba Fett is the perfect okay. example of, of that. And this whole series is just going to be, look... You like Boba Fett? Here he is. <laughs> what do you mean cardboard? Because his his character is little more than flashy cardboard. He doesn't have a he, character. He has a few lines, yeah. Everyone, there's always some weird background person in shows or movies or something that really isn't a character, but people fall in love with them anyway. And usually they stay in the background as their fun flashy cardboard that they are but then there's some like boba fett who just everyone's like i want more give me more well that's that's part of you know when you're building these universes it's it's important stuff like that scene when they introduce boba fett right there's two other or three other bounty hunters behind him yeah but no one remembers one of them <laughs> Then why am I talking about this? But well, they're not getting a book of no uh, book of them. Book of other bounty hunters. <laughs> this is the extended cut of the Bible, the book of them. <laughs> we don't talk about them. They were weird. So we got a synopsis for the book of Boba Fett. We find the legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett in the mercenary uh, Fennec, 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 no, Fennec Shand. Yeah, Shand or is it pronounced? Is it pronounced Fennec Sand? S Hand. I think Fennec it's... S Hand. <laughs> Navigating Fennec S Hand. Like it's like the S is the middle name. <laughs> <laughs> well, A Aaron. <laughs> the galaxy underworld, and they return to the sands of Tatooine because you know we haven't done that enough. It always has to be Tatooine. I'm telling you, that set is just sitting there. It it's just immortalized. Just reusing it over and over again. Yeah. For when, every movie. When we die and aliens find it, they're gonna be like, they worshipped this place, didn't they? Like I'd rather <laughs> rather than just trudge up Tatooine again, I'd rather go to another new, unique, fun, crazy world of of the Star Wars universe. I thought you were gonna say desert, because I was like, we've done that. <laughs> Mandalorian when he met uh Yeah, that was another desert. The little pig alien guy who was really cool. He was. And then uh yeah, when he killed that dragon thing. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. uh Star Wars Episode Nine, there was that festival, the fire festival or mm -hmm. the Burning Man. Like you didn't, I, it's just, I, but of <coughs> course it has to be Tatooine because what's the last part of that? Yeah, so to stake their claim on a territory once ruled by Jabba the Hutt and his crime syndicate. Yawn. Yawn. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's Boba Fett again but, at Tatooine again with I, Jabba the Hutt's crime syndicate again. It's just this. 
this show feels old and it hasn't even come out yet. Here's something I've noticed ever since Kathleen Kennedy took over Star Wars. Mm. Everything from the original is getting retconned. Yeah, the first Her own trilogy retcons itself at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's dumb. And I don't think uh, David Fillion or... Uh, no, Filoni, sorry. I no, always I think get that it is Fillion. No, it's Filoni. Oh. Fillion's the actor. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> David Filoni and John Favreau would never do this because they're hardcore fans, and Boba Fett died in the Sarlacc pit on Tatooine. He should be being still digested. He should still be dead, but nope. Hasn't I, been a thousand years. It definitely seems like... I definitely get the impression that Kathleen Kennedy sits there and she has only seen, like, maybe episodes four and five, not even six. She's in it for the money. And she sat there and she went, uh, go with this one. Jabba the Hutt. Go with Jabba. It's like, but we did Jabba. No, do him again. He has to be in something. Always have Tatooine, Boba Fett, and Jabba the Hutt because I can't be bothered to make of anything new and creative. <laughs> yeah, well... It's a whole wide world in a galaxy far, far away, but we're still stuck on the one fucking Tatooine planet. <laughs> I don't know if Star Wars is going to keep going with this everlasting thing. They might just burn it to the ground. I think, I mean, I, I don't know what else more we could do. Like, I'm, I'm fine with the spinoffs and stuff, but also, like, I don't know. I don't know how much more we can generate out of this series especially with the same old characters like i'm kind of tired of the skywalkers of good because they're all dead <laughs> no. spoilers no 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 her and no. her piss colored lightsaber oh my god <laughs> stealing someone else's droid <laughs> yeah Ugh. So what's next? Nah, you just made me sad. Okay, Amazon's first MMO video game was released this week. Yeah. After coming out of beta. New World. I don't play MMOs, but you basically build a character and you fight other people. What's this about? I totally forgot to look this up. What do you do in it? Like... I just told you. It's just an MMO. It's M just an MMO. I mean... Well, even MMOs have plots and stories. The only other thing I really know is you're on a fictitious island in the Atlantic Ocean. So, it's not Atlantis, by the way. Oh, oh. <laughs> they couldn't get the copyrights for Atlantis? <laughs> it's like the Chinese knockoff and Lampus. <laughs> I, I think China has better knockoffs that are more original than that. Um, it's the biggest hit on stream right now. Uh, it's also bricking people's computers. Ooh, always love to see that. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Can Like, is it good? Is it getting good reviews? Some people are struggling with it because it's killing them. Yeah. And then, uh... <laughs> that would be a cause for struggle. Oh, man, I just really love this apple, but I'm also choking to death on it, so it's well, hard. <laughs> I'm talking about the master race, you know? Like, all of a sudden, your baby just got murdered by Jeff Bezos. <laughs> and you can't really call him right now because he's in space. We should know? really clarify. We're talking about computers. <laughs> <laughs> it's computers. <laughs> Babies are your dreams, PC not masterize. physical babies. <laughs> um, here's the thing. It took them five years to make this. Okay. Which is pretty standard. Mm -hmm. for, for, yeah. And they want to do others. This is actually their second game. Their first game was not well talked about. It's some world tournament kind of game. I don't care. I really don't care. I don't think Amazon should be in this battle. It's definitely the thing where 
I don't see why distract yourself with something you're going to do at a lower quality anyway. Why not just commit yourself to the thing you're already doing and also not fully succeeding at? <laughs> like, Amazon definitely has a lot of room to improve. Why dick around trying to make video games? Improve the your already existing systems. <laughs> yeah. So, around five years ago when Amazon announced that they were going to go into video games, Netflix also announced they're going to do video games. Mm. And recently, only if you have an Android... And only if you live in Spain and Italy, God, I almost wanted to say Italia. <laughs> <laughs> you can play games like Stranger Things 1984, Stranger Things 3, the game, Card Blast, Teeter Up, and Shooting Hoops. Shooting Hoops. Okay. Like, these. have you seen any gameplay for any of these? Because they all definitely sound like... Like, so, App Store, Schlock, like, Pong. So, <laughs> I, when I was reading about this in the article itself, they had a picture of one of the Stranger game, like, opening, and says, like, press start. It looks like an old school, uh... Yeah, uh, yeah, like an 80s NES yeah, arcade yeah, kind of looking... Yeah, <laughs> pixely, it's very pixely. Yeah. And that was it. There's no other images for these. I'm sure you can find them because now people are playing them. It's but why Spain and Italy? Yeah, that's really weirdly like limited. <laughs> why? And again, I don't think you deserve to be in the video game industry. I mean, stick to what you know. It's a thing like Amazon sends you shit because you don't want to go to Walmart. Netflix gives you horrible movies. It's a really weird thing because, like, <laughs> yeah. we'll be talking about that really quick. It's the thing. It's like because movies are now trying to make video games and video games are now trying to make movies you know like netflix is making video games and borderlands is becoming a movie it's just there's this really weird like shift happening right now where everyone is trying to do the same thing the other person's doing it's because they believe and there's just i'm not part of this i don't subscribe to this idea but the best storytelling can be a combination of the two no. That's why we're getting more cinematic games and more movies like video games. The only... The, the only, CGI would be here. The only video game I've ever played that I think really successfully nailed the movie aspect concept to it was um, Until Ready Dawn. Player One? No. <laughs> God, no. Wow. <clears throat> that was a terrible movie. <laughs> I told you, I'm coming in here. I need you to come up here, okay? No, I'm talking about uh, Until Dawn. That video game that came out. The one where you're the kids in the cabin in the woods and there's the, uh, uh, spoilers. Spoilers for Until Dawn. Uh, there's, like, the skinwalkers and, uh... See, you've said this is a movie to me before. I call it, I call it a movie. It is a video game. It's just was so good that it worked, it works as a video game or So a there movie. is no movie. No. I like personally watching it like it's a movie. Because you can find, like, full gameplay, full cutscenes on... YouTube and stuff, without gameplay in between, or with gameplay, it doesn't matter. I like it as, like, you could make that a movie. Well, that, yeah. Uh, who made those Walking Dead and uh, Wolf Among Us? Telltale. Telltale. Oh. Yeah, so, <laughs> R.I.P. Um, no. <laughs> those were designed to be more like that, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Here's here's my issue. 
I want to sit back and not do anything and just view something. Yes. Also, sometimes I want to play. And when you're playing, you're engaged. I mean, there are moments in video games where they can be really difficult. Mm. Yeah. You know? And, you know, as fun as it would be to fight a Balrog, it's sometimes more fun to just watch it. Because yeah. the thing about the stress, and that could be an hour-long battle, mm -hmm. or it could be a three-day battle, depending on what type of game you're playing. Exactly. And that's not fun. That's, I don't know why, like, Monster Hunter, ooh. <laughs> that... Yeah, each hunt can take... Over an hour. And I don't know why you would want it to be a movie, because the fun of the <laughs> game isn't any story or element or anything. No, you take that back. <laughs> no. That Monster Hunter got snubbed at the box office. Gonna, it got gonna, snubbed at the Academy Awards. <laughs> it is the greatest video game adaptation to date. Silent Hill, get checked. <laughs> No, <laughs> I will not <laughs> pretend. That was a terrible fucking movie. That's so, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, God, I hate that team. That's another thing. People, we keep uh, video games keep getting hung up on movies. Oh, I want Zelda to be a movie. I think most games would work better as a TV series, or like a, like a, just like give it episodes because they're so long. One movie, even like if you push it to a four hour long movie, I don't think you could tell the story of. Ocarina of Time or Twilight Princess or even Mario Saving Peach, I don't think you could tell that story in only four hours. You would need a full series. So, for Zelda, I used to think, how could I adapt this into a film and what I would do? Mm. And then I came across another filmmaker and I was talking to him and he was interested in the project, but his own version, he was working on his. Yeah. And so we started comparing notes and... Then when I met you, you had your own idea. Yep. Everyone has different opinions on how to handle that series. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, now that I've grown up a little older, don't do it. Yeah, honestly. Leave it that way. Because that's another thing. Some games... I, I love you, Zelda, like, you, but don't tell that story they're, they're, through uh, visual media. Because that's like when you're holding the controller... Well, video games are visual media. It's it's interactive media. Okay. Because when you're holding the... That's the thing. When people sit there and go, I want to make uh, you know, like God of War a movie... The, holding the controller and being in full control of the character is a completely different experience to sitting there and just watching the story unfold. I don't think most people are ready for God of War. Yeah, it's... Uh, those listening to this, you guys, of course, are ready for that. Mm -hmm. But... I can't help but... I, think I, of how bloody... That's not going to be rated R. That's, that's going to be NC-17 because he's ripping people's... Heads off I and worry them at monsters. it would be the same issue that's happening with Venom, where it's getting shafted at being PG-13 Yeah. Oh. To, in an attempt to reach a wider audience, and it's like, no, this it needs to be R. So Venom <laughs> dropped this weekend. We already spoiled it, because we're not going to go see it. God, no. I hated and, the first uh, one. It was yeah, just boring. reading that plot was god-awful. <laughs> it was so tear-jerkingly so, boring. If you guys saw it... Please leave a comment. Tell me if you enjoyed it or not. Yeah, um, like convince us if you liked it, but I'm mm -mm, not convinced. <laughs> and they want to make a third one. They do? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Next up, talking about interesting movies, is Wonka. Wonka is a prequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Gene Wilder's. Yes. Yeah. Not the Tim Burton one. Not that snorefest of a movie. The thing's just disturbing. Even as a child, that movie was... It's just so drab. Like, they make the world all gray, and like, like... And I get it when you're outside of the... Of the... 
factory so the world looks terrible and boring and gray. But then you get inside and it's still like dark and gray. <laughs> like this just looks like Tim Burton forgot to turn the lights on. <laughs> it's just part of his style. He's always had grays in there. Um, I know in the Tim Burton one we told a little bit of a prequel how his dad was a dentist and he wasn't allowed sweets. Yes. I don't think that story has anything to do with Wonka. I think they're going to create a whole new fresh thing and uh, they want to do this um, early 2023. Yeah, they started filming this week. Yeah. And it stars. I don't know how. We to... just learned his name. It's Timothy? Timothy. Timothy. Sh Sh Chalamet. Chalamet? Yep. I don't. I'm not mega familiar with his work or anything. Like, you listed off some of the things he's been in. But I, for the life of me, can't uh, remember any of his lines his, of dialogue. His, big, <laughs> his biggest movie is Call Me By Your Name, which we did not watch. No. Um, also joining him, there's a huge cast. The cast kept going. Mm -hmm. It will be directed by the director of the Paddington films, uh, Paul King, I think is his name. I didn't watch They're them. not for us. <laughs> no. And the fact that they're going to use him, who directs kids' movies... Only tells me that this is going to be a kid's movie. Which I'm fine with that. You know, Raul Dahl was very much, you know... Uh, he wrote for kids. Yeah, he was a family person. He wanted everyone to enjoy his books. So I get that. Make, you know, I would. I don't want to do the dark, gritty, rated R reboot of the Wonka series. That'd be stupid. <laughs> no, we already did that with Tim. That wasn't dark. That was just boring. I'm Wonka. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to eat chocolate. <laughs> you ever dance with the marshmallow man in the pillow night? <laughs> God, that was one of Johnny Depp's worst performances. Wow, it was bad. <laughs> he, he, he feels like a sex offender in that one. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Does. The haircut does not like, help. <laughs> Jack Sparrow can be fun, but a little off-putting. But he's also a pirate. You know? That's part of the character. Yeah. And when you hear about the way he wanted to portray him because he did some own research for his own character yeah <laughs> yeah he got weird in there but when he plays Willy Wonka he's yeah, yeah. it makes sense why he's luring kids to his factory okay <laughs> 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 um the Tokyo game show was this week nothing really cool happening for us unless you like all those Japanese RPG indie games. I don't uh, typically play them. And most of them never really come across seas. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Tales of Arise is the only thing I can think of, but that released already. We, yeah, we already know about that. Yeah, yeah. I want to play it. But. I love the Tales Stranger of, of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins will get a March 2022 release. I must defeat chaos! If there's chaos, I'll defeat it. Chaos with the chaos! So, you remember when I played that demo? Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> the demo came out uh, for E3 of 2021, and you play as Jack? Yeah, it was Jack or Jake. Like, a regular American guy. <laughs> he didn't even look interesting. He was no. He had, like, just... He looked... Honestly, oh my god. He looked like he could be, like, the lead vocalist for some indie punk rock band. Like, just blonde, short hair, regular jeans, and a black t-shirt. <laughs> And he's standing next, like, his two companions look like Final Fantasy people, wearing, like, chains and belts and, like, fantasy armor. And then he's this is Joe Schmo Schmuck standing next to them, yeah. talking about chaos. <laughs> I I might pick it up and play it. I don't know. I don't, that, the Final game, Fantasy takes way too long. The gameplay itself like looked... Well, I, we haven't even, uh... Finished never, 7? We didn't do, um... 
what what is her name? Yuffie? Yeah, Yuffie. That, we never went to that DLC, huh? No. I still need to beat uh Sephiroth or whatever. No, I thought it's, it wasn't Sephiroth. It was someone from No, he's the final boss. Is there a fight after the fight you're on? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's not the oh Right my now God. I'm stuck <laughs> fighting this giant machine and the the what lobby of a skyscraper if you guys play the game you'll know what i'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a freaking nightmare please no spoilers uh we're both we don't we both we're have... invested in the story yeah. we just we got busy <laughs> it's, just, it's also tiresome it's one of those games like it Master really Mario. does take a lot out of you like, it's just i don't want to do this <laughs> it's daunting <laughs> so netflix we talk about netflix a lot because netflix is kind of interesting and they like to run their mouth this week, they decided to run their mouth in a strange direction. They sure did. That is a good way of putting it. <laughs> so apparently the higher-ups are really upset with what we were... Well, wait. From what happened last week with the Emmys. Yeah. You can go back to the last episode where we do talk about the Emmys. But in short, Ted Lasso, which is a Apple Plus exclusive television show, yeah. beat out Netflix's The Crown with the number of awards. So Netflix was like, "Hey, that's that's BS. We have more viewers than anyone. We have, we have plenty of viewers. I, I have so many views. My viewers are, are everywhere. I just can't do his voice. Wide hands, yeah. <laughs> always hands. Well, we're doing the hand thing. Don't worry. It, it gets this big to this big. Um, so they showed two images, and these images were shared on Twitter, uh, through Peter Kafka. Uh, his handle is at p Kafka." Um, I did retweet them through the Barry Bottom Twitter account. At Bottom Barry, that's us. Yep. Um, if you guys aren't there, I try to post on it every now and then, yeah. but there's, I, I just don't want it to be chaos. No, no, chaos! <laughs> no, go away! You were the last segment! Sorry for hitting you. <clears throat> so these two images, they show, uh, um... Two charts, one for series and one for films, the top tens. And um, the first image is per hours viewed. Now, the way that they're measuring these uh, hours are once the show drops and the first 28 days. So after 28 days, they stop counting this. Yeah. Or as far as we know. They, they're they very secretive about these things. Yeah, the fact that they've revealed these numbers uh, is... They haven't revealed numbers like these in years so they so. must really be salty for losing <laughs> yeah which is interesting because we get an insight but uh the top 10 series for hours uh bridgerton season one at 625 million hours number two money heist part four 619 million hours and stranger things season three uh 582 million hours there's more there i'm only going to do the top three because we don't want to be here all day yeah and that sounds boring <laughs> Uh, for top films, uh, Bird, yeah, Bird Box. God, I thought it was something else. Sorry. Um, Bird Box, two hundred and eighty-two million. Extraction, two hundred and thirty-one million, and The Irishman, two hundred and fifteen. So hold on. So they're they're yeah. revealing these numbers because they're salty that the Crown lost to Ted Lasso, right? Yeah. Well, here's an interesting thing. The crown's not on these lists. That's what I was going to bring up. The crown is nowhere to be seen on these. Like, also, the the award, the awards weren't for most numbers, most views. Even bad movies get lots of views. The, the awards were for best actor, best performance, best you know? makeup. 
It might be an investor thing. In, this might have been an investor thing, and they're like, oh, why should we keep investing in you if you're just losing? Maybe. You know, they they have the money, so they have the power to So they have to pull. show that they are getting numbers. They're just yeah. not winning awards. They can pull dick moves like that. <laughs> so the next image is uh, most popular series in films, but we're going to decide them through number of accounts. Okay. See, this one's weird. This so, one's really weird. So if you have an account and you watch something, it'll be measured here. But this one, because this one tracks the account of users that watched at least two minutes. Yeah. So that seems like you're hedging your numbers. Again, for the first 28 days. Because, like, lots of people, like, you can go, like, five minutes in and then decide, you know what, this is boring, I'm not going to watch. So two minutes seems like a pretty short margin to be judging something for. There, Like, we watched two minutes of that one documentary I think it was yesterday. Oh, this is pop. Yeah, that yeah. It, was, it looked neat. The trailer looked fun, but we got like you know. It's very dry. We got like four minutes in. It's like eh, we're bored. So it, that our numbers would count, but that didn't make it good. It also, it's not a real. That doesn't prove <laughs> how many people have actually sat down and watched it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so for the top ten series, the top three, uh, Bridgerton season one again at eighty-two million accounts. Lupin Part 1, 76 million accounts. The Witcher Season 1, 76 million accounts. A lot of these came out early in the year. Yeah. Like, like. Well, they probably don't have all the numbers for probably, the new stuff. Probably true. Because if... Witcher was last year. I thought it was two years ago. Eh, oh, yeah. But it was at the very end. Yeah, it was before the pandemic. So they're like, mmm, suspicious. Suspicious. <laughs> But they also have Tiger King on here. So, mm -hmm. uh, for the top ten films, Extraction at ninety nine million, Bird Box at eighty nine million, and Spencer Confidential at eighty five million. The hell is Spencer Confidential? We've seen none of those films. See, this is the thing. So many of the like I haven't heard old, the old guard. What is that? Edna Holmes? I don't know what. Enola Holmes is Project uh, Power. I don't know what these are. <laughs> no, Enola Holmes is the story of Sherlock Holmes' sister, and it stars. <laughs> this is already stupid. <laughs> Henry Cavill again. Really? Yeah. <laughs> He's doing anything to get away from soups, which is sad. Yeah. He was my favorite Superman. I don't know Netflix. You're you're being. You, this was a confusing move. This wasn't the the win you think it was. <laughs> There goes Netflix. <laughs> oh, hi, Ted. <laughs> okay, here's something for you to talk about. Yeah, Critical Role is getting its third campaign. It's going to be on October 21st, and I'm super excited. I'm super excited. I can't wait. There's not much else to say at this point. I wonder what they're going to... Because that's like two, three weeks away. It looks like it's still the same main cast. Yeah. But they also said that guest appearances will be throughout. But they didn't reveal guest appearances. Well, they even the first couple of uh, campaigns had guest appearances as well. Yeah. So, um, I wonder if they just want to make it like more frequent. Like, I wonder if they're going to add any new permanent members. A lot of people wanted... Because um, Mika Burton would show up a lot in... Uh, she, she was in, like, three episodes in a row for the second campaign. Who is Mika Burton? Uh, she's really cool. Uh, cool. She, <laughs> uh, I'm glad to know this about Mika. What's... Her father is, um... I don't remember his name. Jordy LaForge from Star Trek? Oh, um... The, the guy with the, the Cyclops. 
Pfizer, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He uh, also narrated Reading Rainbow. Oh, uh, oh my God. <laughs> I keep thinking, We too. see him all the time, <laughs> <It's> too. Not... <laughs> What's uh, his name? <laughs> this is the actor that Troy from... Yeah, yeah, from... yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, why is every word escaping me now? I, I feel embarrassed. He's a uh, really cool actor. LeVar. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, LeVar Burton. There we go. She's, God. she's one of his um, daughters, but uh, she worked with Achievement Hunter at Rooster Teeth for a while until she left because apparently there were some underlying racist things going on. But uh, now she works with Critical Role and stuff. And so we were, I was, a lot of people were speculating that she would become a new permanent cast member. So I wonder if they're going to edge towards that, which I would be cool with. I'd be happy with that. But okay. It's all just speculation at this point, though. We have to wait until October 21st to actually see. But they, they oh, I remember, they, they're not, it's not going to be every week. They're, the last week of the month, they'll take it off. So uh, whether it's just to, like, rest and recuperate or to give, like, new other one-shot uh, things to happen. So I think it's going to be exciting. It's going to be an exciting campaign for Critical Role moving forward. They last a while, don't they? Yeah, the last one... How many years was it? Three? Y years? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Each campaign, because... Hold on. Let me... I think they got to, like... A hundred, almost 200 episodes, and each episode is between two to three hours long. No wonder why people want to invest in this. Well, 200 just... episode seasons? Well, that was also just their oh, second campaign. The first God. campaign was longer. We haven't seen that since, what, <laughs> Golden Girls? Because, well, it's not, because it's, they're playing... Days the, of Our Lives? It's because they're playing D&D. &D. Yeah, I understand. Each session, but... you have a lot to do. Seasons used to typically, for a series, be 22 episodes. And this is when cable really ran the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And now the power's gone to streaming... And Netflix and everyone else in that stream war, they like to stick around 10. Yeah, they like to stay, like, the same schedule that we used to have. But Critical Role is really is changing the game because now we're seeing these really long formats without, like, you know, taking half a year breaks between. They just go. They just keep playing. And I think it's amazing. Critical Role has really changed the world of what kind of... <laughs> Uh, entertainment we can consume through the streaming world. Nice. Watch Critical Role. <laughs> Trader will be. I will not. <laughs> You'll watch the TV show with me, right? Their yeah. cartoon? I'll check out the TV show. Yeah. I mean, it's Matthew Mercer. And we're going to talk about Matthew Mercer. <laughs> Your favorite guy, Matthew Mercer. <laughs> well, he plays my favorite video game character, Leon Scott Kennedy. One of the three people who play Leon Scott Kennedy. Yeah, so... <laughs> Next up is Resident Evil 4, of course, yeah. starring Leon Scott Kennedy. Is it him? No, Mercer didn't play uh, this one. No, nah, this was the... This is Paul Mercer. Is that his name? I never... Paul Merce? Paul Matthews? What? Okay, no. I feel like there's someone who had like a really similar name yeah, to their successor. The weird thing is, Paul is the name of the first guy who played him in Resident Evil 2, the original, but Paul died. Um, something happened. And then, so they had to recast him for Resident Evil 4, and they got in, like, Paul Mercer. And then he decided to leave because he had other jobs. Uh -huh. And then they brought in this 
nobody kid <laughs> who ended up being Matthew Mercer. So they all kind of share something with the last one's name until you get to the new guy. And go, you're Nick. wrong. There's four <laughs> There's voice four? actors. Um, Nick. Yeah, I knew. I didn't know there was someone before Paul. I didn't know it was different for original RE2. Yeah. There's a totally different actor. Damn, Leon. And <laughs> it's crazy because the Japanese voice actor for Leon is the always same been the person. same guy. <laughs> oh. Weirdly enough, I've never heard him. I have, like, briefly. I like heard a clip, and it's fine. You know, they do whatever. I can't judge. Does he still have the that cadence? <laughs> he has like a a bit of a deeper voice, if I remember correctly. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Wait. <laughs> Hi. Get over here. <laughs> Bitch, dumpster. <laughs> Your right hand comes off. <laughs> but it'd be a Japanese. <laughs> well, I don't know Japanese. I don't know either. And I don't think it's okay for me to attempt. I know several <laughs> words. Like, I know... This you... is, no, we're stopping here. We're stopping here. <laughs> okay. We're not going to try and dig this out. So Resident Evil 4 is, of course, coming back. They kind of revamped it, but it's only for VR, and it's only if you have an Oculus too. So is it going to be like an on-rail shooter type thing now? How are they going to do it if it's on VR? You can walk forward using your controls. I, but I, if you want your gun, I saw that you have to look down at your belt and then you can pull out your gun. If you want health, you have to like rip it out of your chest. That's dumb. I don't know. I think VR is sloppily executed nowadays. I would do it just because this is my favorite video game, my favorite character. I get it. I've played it on every platform except for PC and now Oculus 2. And having a VR... if. If the little boy, me, had a chance to do that, it would be over. I'd probably lose my mind. I do get it. Like, if there was a VR Pokemon or VR Banjo-Kazooie, yeah, I would definitely... I would, I would be, like, into it. <laughs> VR nuts and bolts. I'll kill you. <laughs> Where you get to hand tighten each screw. Oh, wow. So fun. <laughs> you actually get to build your monstrosity. Who needs jiggies when you got hammers? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... Uh, of course, another, you know, port, remake, it seems to be the trend right now. I'm tired of talking about them, but they're going to keep announcing them because we keep buying they them. They keep making money. <laughs> and, you know, I'm at fault there too. Yeah. I'm super at fault. I'm going to buy the hell out of Banjo once it drops on the Switch. Well, you can't <laughs> buy that. I, well, I'm going to do it. <laughs> what, what Critter is talking about and... It's this what, was mentioned in the last episode. Yeah. Is the Nintendo uh, Online Plus. They have I mean, a really special name for their it. Their N64 thing. Yeah, you can play doing. Nintendo 64 games and you can play Stega. Sega. Sega Genesis. Stega. Stega. Sources. Stega. There's a couple of like other games I would play as well, so I'm not wasting my money. Because I would also want to play Ocarina of Time and Paper Mario and stuff. But uh, it's mostly Banjo. Banjo was the one that sold me. <laughs> Smash Bros. The original will also be part of that. Yeah. And they added online functionality. Oh, that's cool. Unless I just totally read something wrong. We'll, I guess we'll find out once we get clarification. <laughs> but, yeah, that's awesome. Something we didn't get to do last month, and I wanted to do this month, and from here on out, is because I do play PlayStation, I wanted to talk about the PlayStation Plus games. Yeah. Um, this month, we will get, for PS5, Hell Let Loose, which is a 50-player versus 50-player World War II game. 
Sounds like chaos. It sounds boring. It sounds like... I gotta stop saying that word. Chaos. <laughs> it sounds like... Like, um... Like a battle royale. Yeah. Kind of type of, like PUBG. But it would really get out of hand really quick. Also, it's just in World War Two. Like, with a name like Hell Let Loose, I, I thought it was gonna be something... Cooler. A bit more like Hades-esque. Something Hell-inspired. You're expecting like, demons. Like Doom. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, it's just World War Two again. <laughs> and then uh, two PS4 games. Mortal Kombat 10, or X, Mortal if you're trying to be funny. X. <laughs> and then uh, PGA Tour 2K21. I didn't know they were still making PGA Tour games. I thought they uh, were done with that. <laughs> so they used to have Tiger Woods. Yeah, I right? had it. Like Madden. I had that one on John the... Madden, I Tiger had Woods. that one on the Xbox, the original Xbox. Tiger Woods? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's just now admitted she has an Xbox, yeah. and I think that's the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My grandpa got it for me when I was like 12, maybe? 11? Something like that? It was fine. I had like three games for it. <laughs> I had no interest in getting another Xbox. <laughs> I played a lot of the 360. Um, there were some good games on there. But yeah, PlayStation Plus, their free games are kind of lackluster. They've been that way for a while now, too. They used to give us like a little gem here and there. Like We got like, like uh, what, what what is it? Like Shadow of the Colossus yep. one time. Yeah. There's a couple of like really cool ones. Last Guardian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not playing it, but oh, I, it seems stressful. <laughs> Making my own dog. And back to that, <laughs> video games are stressful. Watching movies could also not be stressful, but I guess there are video games that aren't stressful. It's you know they just shouldn't be formed in one. There's a Venn diagram, but that doesn't mean that it has to. Yeah, be we have to always stick into the center. Overlap, yeah. <laughs> no, I think TV movies and video games will always stay separate mm -hmm. and it, it really it feels so silly it's like oh let's combine basketball with golf all these just because they're both sports doesn't mean that they need to be mixed together you know <laughs> just because these are both forms of entertainment doesn't mean they need to be mixed together <laughs> yeah okay next up is the switch 4k Rumors. So these are rumors, but apparently 11 developers, all anonymous, and all of various sizes for companies across, oh God, across the globe have come forward to say that Nintendo has sent out a 4K Switch developer kit. We don't know much more except for the fact that the Switch and the new Switch OLED cannot handle 4K. I'm suspicious of this one. All anonymous? Like, 11 across the world? That seems so... That seems... I don't... I don't think you're supposed to be talking about these things. I can't... When, you know, your, your projects are supposed to be secret. I just can't imagine Nintendo sending it out 11 of them across the globe, though. Like, that seems... That's the thing that's tripping me up. Nintendo has always kind of been in-house. So I don't... I don't know. I'm suspicious. I think they could make a 4K thing, but I'm suspicious. I don't think all 11 of these developers are honest. I think we're going to see a Switch 4K <laughs> soon. I'm, and I, I think I think it's next year. Well, they just dropped the OLED. The OLED will come later this year, actually. And it's for $350. I don't... Uh, like, if you don't have now. a Switch yet, I guess it might be worth it, but I already have... We already have a Switch and two Switch lights, you know? Yeah, we, we don't need it. <laughs> Like, I we have three switches. This is ridiculous. I can't imagine 
needing another one. <laughs> yeah. Wanting another one. Like, for what? <laughs> so, <clears throat> that's interesting. Now we're going to go on to Pokemon News. Yeah, it's Pokemon News. <laughs> okay, so Mamoswine is now in Pokemon Unite. Yeah. Another. Enjoy. Is this, this, this is like the third big slow heavy Pokemon they've released in a row. Because it was like Crustle came out, then Blastoise, and now Mamoswine. It's no, just no, no, these... no, it was Gardevoir. Oh yeah, Gardevoir, huh? No, 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 no. Or it was Gardevoir, Gar and then it was Blissney. So you're uh, right. A tank, a tank, Blastoise, Mamoswine. They're just doing tank. these really big, slow Pokemon. It's because last time they tried to do fast ones like Zeraora. Yeah, it was right just on day so one. OP. Like, it was <laughs> impossible. <laughs> How is your Cramorant going to fight a legendary? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Who cares? It's part of the game. Okay, Pokemon Go Zarude will be available right now. Uh, I already said Pokemon Go. In a special research. I want to get him. Just me personally, because I'm a collector. Yeah. This is all to lead up to the Pokemon movie that comes out next Friday. Yeah. I've I, been talking about it every week. I, this is a lot of... Like, this is a, I mean, this is nothing new. Nintendo giving out Pokemon when a movie or event or something comes out. You get Hoopa for... Whatever game was the most current one when that movie came out. And now actually, it's just easier to give it out to people. It was uh, it was the special Mew card for Pokemon the first movie. I remember. Wow. I have mine still. You have one? Yeah. My sister has it. Is it still, like, mint? God, no. Oh, it's been, like, folded in half. Yeah, you can see yeah. the creases on it. That's it's missing a corner. Idiots. Because she... Idiots. I, yeah, we were children. <laughs> Thousands of dollars wasted for your need to bend cardboard. We didn't do it on purpose. You sick monkeys. <laughs> Shit happens. <laughs> okay. So, more Pokemon news. Legends of Arceus got a new trailer. Yeah, we saw um, Cleaver. The new Hisuian evolution for Scyther. Why do you say his name with a question mark? Cleaver. Cleaver. Because I'm, I'm. It's a clever pun. I it's, oh, it's so wit. <laughs> I I I say it with a question mark because I'm making sure I'm saying it right. No, oh, it's right there. Where did you write it down? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I was four lines up on your notes. <laughs> he, his design is dumb. I don't like it. I after, really don't. After watching that video with. Uh, Noggin? Yeah. Loxton Noggin? Yeah. He makes some great content. He does. If you're really into Pokemon, that's some really interesting stuff there. Dr. Lava. We watch all of them. Mm -hmm. um, when he was breaking down its design, I started noticing some big flaws. Like it's, I it get, feels half-assed. I get the inspirations, but it looks stupid. I'd be, maybe if it wasn't like, I get the axe hands you know it is an evolved form of scyther a pre-form of scissor in a way but maybe if its axe hands weren't stuck on to its elbows with these tiny stupid stick arms it looks so stupid um excuse me he's made of rock <laughs> it looks like they literally just super glued axes to something's elbows I it looks like they frankensteined it i would have preferred it if it looked a bit more like naturally also, also, one thing that bothered me is if you can get a good shot of his back, he's got like three white crystals popping out of his spine. I think those are his wings. Yeah, well, it was just suggested those were wings, but yeah, uh, it just it it looks clunky. It looks clumsy. I would have preferred it if it looked like a proto scissor, 
because you know it, it, that would make sense for its evolution to evolve naturally into scissor with the metal code so if it's just scissor but without the metal aspects to it i think that would be fun but no they went with this really goofy looking stick arm monstrosity i wonder yeah. how i wonder how we're gonna evolve this this creature because you need to trade a scissor to you need to trade a scyther to get scissor i'm thinking the reason why their their cheap ass answer to why you can't get a scissor is going to be you can't trade because the technology doesn't exist because you're playing in a post pokemon world i bet they're not a pre-pokemon world sorry yeah which i think is interesting because i was thinking about that earlier this week remember i was like i bet there won't be a lot of certain steel types or electric types because the technology doesn't exist like there's not gonna be magnemites in this game yeah but we've seen or voltorbs elekids <laughs> running around well elekid that's one thing and he's his little head is designed to be a plug it's designed to look like but that's the thing like technically we could see vanillish because in universe they designed ice cream based off of this pokemon rather than the other way around so you could make the same argument with Elekid that they designed their plugs after this Pokemon, rather. Okay. But like, yeah, the ones that have like metallic bodies and stuff, like, like oh, Voltorb. You, you know what? I bet I bet Aegislash is in there. Aegislash. Probably. That would make sense. I hope Rotom's in it, because what is it gonna possess? No. Okay. So in the trailer, I got a good look at this. The Pokédex, once Rotom came around, the Pokédex became Rotom-infused, mm-hmm. which is cool, and it makes sense why it talks to you. Yeah, I like that. Unlike the original one. I like one. the fact that everyone's Pokédex has a different voice, because they're different Rotoms yeah. in the uh, in the anime. And I like I really like Team Rockets, because it, it just sounds like it does not give a shit. <laughs> it's like, Rotom Pokédex, what is that? I don't know, I think it's like a meow. <laughs> There's a lot of comedy in that show. Um... <laughs> Okay. In this one, if you look, they have smartphones. Do they? Yeah. They're straight up just holding a smartphone. Kind of weird. I bet there's going to be an in-universe reason for it. Some sort of explanation that will take too long. (laughs) We know that Team Galaxy are good guys at this point. And... Supposedly. (laughs) You're doing this whole research for them. That would be funny if the plot twist is the real Team Galaxy. You were the villain the whole time! And you gave them all the answers, (laughs) and then... And then you go back and you think about how you just played the pre, uh, the remakes, and you're like, oh, I made my own problem. I am my own monster. <laughs> um. <coughs> no, I hope there's Rotom, because I would really love to see what kind of things it could possess. Because it, right now it possesses like a lawnmower or a fan. A washing machine! A, yep, a refrigerator. A fridge! <laughs> What would a what would a prehistoric Rotom? Do? I'm a bucket. <laughs> Look out, motherfuckers! I'm Rotom bucket. <laughs> I'm Rotom shovel. Get over here. <laughs> yeah, I just thought, what if he possessed a rock thing like yeah. a Geo dude? This could be a really neat way <sighs> to get new Rotom types because right now it can be like electric, grass, fire, ice, water, and I think that's it. Flying, he's a fan. Yeah, flying. Those are the only types we can get. We can get, like, rock, dark, psychic, steel. We can get new, unique types for a Rotom this way. What if Rotom infected a Genesect? I don't think it can take... Well, that is an issue, because Genesect is ma- Genesect has a soul, though. Like, it's fully autonomous. It's not 
It's not just AI. <laughs> it has a spirit. I don't think Rotom can possess living things. Only non... Inanimate objects. I was gonna say non-living, and I'm like, don't sound stupid on the internet. <laughs> what? You just did. Again? <laughs> um, yeah, they also showed more customizable outfits and gears, Woo. and they introduced Noble Pokemon, which Cleaver is. Noble Pokemon, your thoughts? I think it's I think it's similar to like the Totem Pokemon. I think that's what the thing is, like from Alola. I it would work because I don't think there's gym leaders in this game, so you know. And uh, the Totem Pokemon were essentially the replacements for the gym leaders. I I think it could work. I I do not want to go back to Gen Seven. Anything uh, but that. <laughs> I I enjoyed it. There as long as there's no trials to get there. You know, like the well, there's always puzzles inside of gyms anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I'm sure you're gonna run into some dungeon thing that yeah. they haven't revealed yet. I'm gonna play the game no matter what. I'm hopeful. I think it looks fun. It looks interesting. Yeah, and it's coming closer and closer. Next I just month we're I, gonna get the remix. Yeah, yeah. I just hope there's a lot to do because nothing I hate more than having a big empty game. Where there's just nothing, like that's like Horizon Zero Dawn, fun game, cool stuff, but really 99% of it is just running around this giant landscape grabbing a bush every now and then, and then you're just running to the next thing you gotta do. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a totally different thing, as these sandbox games have become so vast. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I've been playing that for over 60 hours and I'm not even halfway through it. Yeah. It's, it's just it's killing me and the thing is it's not even that there's anything to explore there's nothing to see it's like like i, th I think about the uh, wild areas in the galar games um sword and shield the wild areas are just empty like yeah there's trees and flowers and there's like a a, a bridge with some water but really the only thing i know, i care about is the sparkly spot on the ground and then the wells of light because that's the only thing that's going to entertain me. The rest of it might as well not exist. It I go, I go there to train. I... <laughs> um, yeah, so that's Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually our second attempt to do this one. The original one was so bad. Yeah, we were too... We did it last night. We were so... Tired. Tired. We had both... Like, you had woken up at 1 in the morning, and I had woken up at 3... And we were recording 12 hours later at 3 in the afternoon. And uh, so it was... After doing all those chores, too. Yeah, that was ridiculous. So, so, so I hope want, you guys enjoyed this one. We want to make sure you had good content to listen to. So we did it again for you. Yep. I actually... I did. We jumped right into it. But I did drink coffee for this this podcast. I didn't. I drank all my coffee already. You have, uh, what is that, like electrolyte energy water? Yep, to try and keep me alive. I also just have regular water. Stay hydrated. Drink water. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, thank you for listening, guys. We'll be back next week. And uh, with more fun news and any updates we have, we'd love to see all your thoughts and opinions on the things we've been talking about in the comments yep. below. Guess we'll see you in the next one. Yeah, bye. Bye.